Hello, ladies and gentlemen, and welcome back to the movie trivia showdown. Alongside Andrew Guy, I am merely Mark Baby Carrots Ellis as the Star Wars tournament continues to steamroll on. This is our second matchup in the tournament thus far, Andrew. We've already seen some excitement, some fireworks, a very close match, and now we have a knight and a major. And so as far as military rankings go, I don't really know who outweighs who. I feel like the knight probably takes precedence there, but they're from different generations. They're from different eras. So you know what? We'll find out here on the battlefield today. I'm excited to be here, man. Star Wars Division is one of the most unforgiving divisions in the entire movie trivia showdown. You saw it with our championship match just a little while ago. You cannot miss questions in this division if you want to win. So I'm very curious to see how our competitors are ready for today and maybe how Eric has bounced back from his loss earlier this season. You bring up that tough loss that Whiteley suffered, and it was just razor thin. Thomas Harper, the major, did get a W, but it was not an easy victory for himself. And so the winner of today's match is going to be playing the winner of Andres Ace Cabrera and Sean Sullivan. And so you look at this margin and you say, okay, this is so competitive. It has to be a sudden death possibility every match because all these competitors know so very much about Star Wars and you and I asking the questions we're really just hanging on for dear life. Yeah I mean I can barely get through the pronunciations I actually had them send me the questions a week ago so I could go through and still butcher them today on broadcast what I think is really interesting here today Mark again is when we talk about coming through this tournament you talk about the Star Wars division it really feels like these guys are playing against themselves because they know that if they're ever going to get to the top of that mountain it's not about the guys that they beat along the way. It's about beating one of the two guys that will be on top. And we're talking about people that pitch perfect games, which is why I think competitors coming into today and the Star Wars tournament and the division need to know they only need to get better themselves and worry about the end of the mountain, which is either going to be Damon or, of course, our current champion, Demolanta. My announcing partner today might have a future in motivational speaking because it's all about bettering yourself. And then eventually you have to face a Titan. But we got two Herculean efforts we're about to witness today. And no, I'm not talking about me and Andrew announcing a Star Wars match. I'm talking, of course, about your competitors, their respective managers, because you have the Quirky Mercs in the Den represented today. And here to give us the spiel as to how we got to this point is the best in the business, a promo from Nerd Chronic. A heartbreaker here as the answer was slow in low, no D, because we know that Whiteley's coming right back for the tournament. He's got a tough opponent in Thomas Harper. He's got a mountain to climb in terms of prep that somebody like a Marie, a Zach, or Alex do not. He's got to get to that level. And I'm telling you, like, Eric, if you're watching this, like, I love you. I love your channel. But if you're going to compete at the detail level that you have to know, you've got to get that stuff down. Eric Whiteley, he has a mountain to climb. You know, he's kind of a casual trivia guy. Big Star Wars fan, but maybe doesn't know the details. Well, you know what? A month ago, I wouldn't have been able to answer 75% of those questions. What am I going to be answering a month from now? All the questions. Did you know there are other Star Wars movies in this trilogy? In fact, there are other trilogies. I have a lot of Star Wars questions. Eric Whiteley has a lot of Star Wars answers. Oh, <laughs> hello, Schmodown. One thing I'm realizing is that I'm going to have to act surprised when Thomas wins. Um, so I, uh, I'm not that great of an actress. I'll be honest. 
and so I'm going to put a face mask on that will hopefully um, lift my face into a, a look of surprise. Congratulations, <laughs> Harper. What a statement to make your first match here in the Schmodown. It feels like a start of a long campaign. Folks were right. It was different, but I thrive under that pressure, and I hope that I prove that here today. I want you to know that I take no pleasure in what's about to happen here today. But you stepped into my area of operations, and you're going to have to pay a heavy price for that mistake. And I know that you saw what I did to Razor when he stepped into the ring against me. He played the match of his Schmodown career, a match that would have defeated just about anybody in this division. But it wasn't enough. He was my pick for a reason. My number one draft pick. It's not because he's, you know, anything less than the best player in the league. Eric Whitley can play game one today. He's going to play even better. The guy improves every time. But I don't see us losing to him again, and I don't see Eric losing again, period. D for defeat. This was the letter that had me lose my last match, okay? This guy is going to show everyone why I got him so quickly in the draft, and this guy is going to show why he comes with an army, and I couldn't be proud of him. He's got an entire army beyond the faction. That's to mention the current belt holder, anytime you catch somebody coming off a loss, that's a dangerous person to play. But what I'm going to do is I'm going to be defeating Thomas Harper in this match, okay? That's going to be the thing that's going to let me ascend in this Star Wars tournament. I want to end by talking directly to each and every Wave Rider watching this. You all are loyal, you're passionate, and you're dedicated. And when the dust settles from this battle, your leader will have fallen and you're going to need somebody new to serve under. And I want you for the den. Harper out. Major Tom to ground control. I'm coming for you, Tom. This means war. All right, well, you see that, and the thing that you just have weeping out at you is Kate and Coy, the managers here, are very, very excited to be in a Star Wars tournament because not just do they love their competitors, but they also love the prospect of points and accumulating them in bunches in a tournament setting. Today's match, Andrew, worth three big points, which could be a tiebreaker for a faction in the standings. Yeah, I mean, both of these managers are incredibly competitive this season. You know what they want here is those points. They want to make sure that at the end of the year, they're the faction on top. And Star Wars is a really great division to do it because if you can get to the top and you can stay there, that means you're probably just the best in the world, which means you get points every single time you go out there. So right now, our managers are trying to figure out which horse they want to ride to the end of this season. It's going to be a fun matchup and down on the virtual playing field. We have Steph Sabra standing by for interviews with the winner and loser of today's match. Andrew Guy joining me, and I'm going to saddle you with a little more responsibilities today. I hope you're up for it. Oh, In the man. meantime, are you simply ready to witness Star Wars spectacularity? I am ready. Ready. I just invented a word, I believe. Then it's time for the movie trivia schmodown. And introducing first, representing the quirky marks with a record of zero wins and one defeat in the Star Wars division. He is Eric the Knight Whiteley. Oh my good lord, the beard is back. 
and better than ever. His room looks even bigger than we saw it last time. Whiteley, I gotta bring it up. It was such a excruciating way to lose a Star Wars match. What's the recovery process been like? Because it's a pretty quick turnaround for you to find yourself back in competition, much less tournament play. Uh, yeah, it was pretty devastating that one single letter cost me the match, but I've been <laughs> studying my ABCs. I'm really trying to nail down the letter D. I'm almost there, but I'm working on it. You know, Eric, do you have a uh, competitor that you would rather see at the end of this journey? Let's say you're able to make it all the way through the tournament. You saw that incredible display <clears throat> of knowledge that both of them put on. Is there someone that you think you have a better shot against, or is there someone that you just wish to take down for your own legacy? Well, I've had a bit of an advantage that in the Quirky Mercs, I have the current Star Wars champion to bounce. You know, I, I send a question late at night. He gets right back at me. Uh, Andrew DeMolanta is the best teammate I could have in the Star Wars division. And uh, I've just having, been having so many great times doing mock matches with him. I want to do a real match with him. <laughs> and his opponent representing the dead with the record of one win and zero losses in the Star Wars division. He is the Major Thomas Harper! And the salute from the Major. You know, Thomas, we were debating pre-show whether a knight would outrank a Major or a Major outranks a knight. As Andrew astutely pointed out, two entirely different eras. But as far as the battlefield today... What do you anticipate a major doing to a knight? Well, see, in 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 the current world, a, a knight would be working sanitation while the major is controlling the battlefield. And that's exactly what's going to happen today. We've got a scurrilous uh, enemy that's that's running loose, a, a, uh, a quirky merc, if you will. And it's my job to take him out. Andrew, uh, the major is not shy. No, no, he's not. And, you know, why would he be? He's coming into this match off of a win. Uh, how do you feel about that advantage that you have over your opponent here, Thomas? You know, it's a big win. And, you know, coming in one to zero is much better than coming in with a goose egg. I don't consider it an advantage. If anything, I would say he's coming in with an advantage. Having had that sting, he's touched the hot stove. I fully expect him to come out here swinging. Uh, nobody is, is uh, to include me, is, is taking the night lightly. And I expect a battle to the bitter end here. All right, the competitors are set. And now it is time for the rules of round number one. Round number one, it's a tournament match, but it's going to feel like a run-of-the-mill Star Wars match. Ten questions from ten different corners of that Star Wars galaxy. Each question is worth one point. There is no penalty for missing a question. There is no stealing at least not in round number one. Andrew or myself will ask the question. You have 15 seconds to complete writing it down. Once we ask you by name or nickname, please reveal what you wrote to your camera at the same time you verbalize it into the microphone. Each competitor has three usages of the JTE rule throughout the duration of the match. Name for that rebel scum, though lovable he may be, JTE. If you're not sure you heard a question right, you want to buy yourself another 15 seconds to get that correct answer, use a JTE rule. You also each have one challenge you may utilize at any point throughout the three-round match. You may initiate the challenge. We'll bring in your manager. You may delineate to your heart's content. We will hear the arguments. And ultimately, it will be your manager confirming and ratifying that said challenge is taking place and last note andrew to both of these two gentlemen in particular there will be no back and forth as far as which room of collectibles holds more value because we cannot count that high 
Yeah, I mean, honestly, it looked like a green screen over there on Eric's side, but we know it's all real. Both these guys wanted, they honestly just wanted to compare each other's memorabilia and, and just take that to see who would get the W, but you and I had a couple words to say about that. I think that we should leave this up to the trivia, my brother. I'll trade my box of Magic the Gathering cards for either room. And I ask the competitors now, the night, Eric Whiteley, are you ready? I am ready. And Major Thomas Harper, are you ready? I'm ready to fire for effect. Then let's get ready to showdown. Asking question number one in round number one will be the co-hostess with the mostest, Andrew Guy. Co-hostess with the mostest is going to be asking your very first question in the category of The Force Awakens. The Force Awakens, gentlemen. In The Force Awakens, which character physically disables the shields on Starkiller Base? Got Andrew, you are... You have a favorite uh, Star Wars movie? Uh, definitely. It's The Last Jedi. I'm just oh, that's I not would, controversial at all. Five, four, three, two, one. Pens down. Going to you first, Major. What do you got? Captain Phasma. That is correct. Does Whiteley have it? Captain Phasma. Certainly does. Walk in the park for them. And so we roll up our sleeves and go to the category of mixed bag. And the question for a point in The Last Jedi, what is the name of the siege dreadnought ship that Hux calls for to destroy the resistance? Mark, what's your average percentage, you think, of accuracy in a Star Wars match? <laughs> I would say that in baseball, if you hit 300, you're in the Hall of Fame. I'm not Five, in the Hall of Fame. Five. Four, three, <laughs> two, and one. Going to ben you first. Going here. to you first. The night. The Fulminatrix. That is correct for a point. Does the Major have it? The Fulminatrix. Beautiful. Beautiful start here. Gentlemen, clean through two on your third question in the category of A New Hope. In the attack on the first Death Star, how wide was the exhaust port that the Rebels needed to hit with the proton torpedoes? Yeah, we're not we're not getting specific at all yet. No, not at all. I mean, this is this is easy <laughs> stuff for me. It's always fun when they write down the answer before you're done asking the question. Five. I don't know how they do that. Four, three, two, one. And we're going to go to the major first. Two meters. Nailed it. And Whiteley. Two meters wide. I love it, man. I absolutely love Star Wars for this reason exactly. That's right. And I hear uh, back home in Tatooine, Womp Rats aren't much bigger than that. Your next category, planets and locations. And the question. In the Clone Wars, when Obi-Wan and Anakin are first mentioned by Mace Windu, they have just captured what planet? Three to three, still perfect. And Andrew, if you could go to any planet in our solar system, which one are you hitting? Uh, I would like to go, I believe, to Neptune. I like blue. Blue's a color of mine. Can I get a repeat? One. First JTE rule. And that was just, that was Eric's JTE rule? Yes, sir. Yes. Roger that. And your repeat, planets and locations is the category. In the Clone Wars, when Obi-Wan and Anakin are first mentioned by Mace Windu, they have just captured what planet? Tied to three, Mark. This is a big, big question right now. Good use of the JTE. And uh, it is still early in the first round, but should either competitor have a perfect 10 questions? Bonus question. Five, four, three, two. One. Pens down, and we are going to you first the night. I have Anseon. 
That is incorrect for one point, and to take a one-point lead, the major. Christophsis. Christophsis is correct. Yeah, that is a big, big take there, Mark. Now four to three, we pivot back to Andrew Guy for the next question. All right, gentlemen, in the category of who said it, or quotes, in The Force Awakens, what are Han Solo's last two words? Spoiler alert. What the, the movie could have just ended. Yeah, right, right. Okay, now I've ruined it. Now I've spoiled it. <laughs> Five, four, three, two, one. Pens down, Thomas, and going to you first. Yes, anything. That is correct. Does Whiteley have it? Yes, anything. He got it, and he even got the Harrison Ford gruff. <laughs> so it's still a one-point match with the major leading. Your next category is one of Andrew's favorites, The Last Jedi. Mm. And the question. In the film The Last Jedi, Snoke says that he saw in Kylo what all masters live to see. Raw what power. So we just need that what filled in. Do you like Kylo Ren's voice? Is that You've been practicing that? <laughs> I just feel like it sounds so weird. In five, four, three, two, and one. Okay, let's go to the major. Untamed. Untamed it is. How about the knight? Untamed. Yes, it is. Just like Andrew Guy's announcing ability, the sky's the limit. All right. In the category of heroes and villains. Heroes and villain. Harper with a one-point lead here going into the seventh question. Who is Yoda speaking with when he admits... Blind we are. If creation of this clone army, we could not see. I saw that Harper there started writing halfway through that question, which, again, he's been on fire today. Whitley was able to bounce back, though. Only one behind. Way to kill time. I was going to get your Yoda impression. Five. I, I was avoiding it. I was going out of my way to avoid that. <laughs> one. Bends down, and let's go to the knight first. Mace Windu. That That's is right. correct for a point. Did Major write it down? Mace Windu. And he did very quickly. We go on to your next category, and that is the Phantom Menace. Episode one, the question. In the Phantom Menace, Qui-Gon says that he senses an unusual amount of what for something as trivial as a trade dispute? Mark, what would you give to get a Qui-Gon Origins movie with Liam? I mean, I would buy a ticket. Does that, does that work? Okay. All right. I see where we're at. Four, three. I'd like to see it, too. One. Pens down. Let's go to the major. Fear. Fear is correct, and I fear that I will pronounce Whiteley's last name wrong again. Thanks for correcting me to the manager. That is fear. It's fear also not. a Mark Wahlberg movie. <laughs> correct. <laughs> yeah, good job there on the den mother to hop in. In your ninth category, The Rise of Skywalker. The Rise of Skywalker. In The Rise of Skywalker, when describing Palpatine's return, Poe says that in how long attacks on all three worlds will begin. Eight to seven here, and uh, this is the battle that we expected from these two. 100% Whiteley now probably just waiting or hoping that Harper will miss here in round one. That bonus question is a big, big separator. Three. Two, one, pens down, and we are going to go to the night first. 18 hours. 18 hours is 
incorrect. Looking for the majors number of hours. 16 hours. 16 hours, and we talked about a razor-thin margin, and that's just another example. Still, just a two-point game here as we go to the last question in round number one. But to Andrew Guy's point, if the major hits this, he will be asked a bonus question, also worth a point just to him. We're not there yet. Where we are is the category of the Empire Strikes Back. And the question for a point in the Empire Strikes Back, C-3PO says to R2-D2, I'm standing here in pieces, and you're having what? Both these guys going quick to the board there, which means Harper in a good position to get that perfect round. I don't know what he looks like when he doesn't know an answer. I Five, know. He's been on fire, man. Four, three, two, one. We're going to go to the major. Delusions of grandeur. It's one of my favorite phrases in all of Star Wars. Does Whiteley have it? Delusions of grandeur. Nailed it, Andrew. Here is where we stand. It is 10 to 8 in favor of the major. A sterling effort from the night as well, but it will be the major that doesn't have to write down this because this question is to you and only you. It's worth a point. There's no penalty for missing it. Andrew will be administering it at your ready, Andrew. Uh, major, you're going to have 15 seconds to get this. And again, no writing necessary. You can just say the answer when you're ready. Got it. All right, Major, for your bonus question for 11 points in round number one, according to Anakin Skywalker, which character said, the problem with the universe is that people never help each other? His mother, Shmi Skywalker. That is correct. He even got the name. We just needed his mother, but he gets the name for an 11-point performance here in round number one. I mean, I'll always take any opportunity to say Shmi Skywalker. It is 11 to 8. It's a three-point difference. But now we hyperspace our way into round number two, which is known as the wheel round, the wheel of fate, possibly a delusion of grandeur, and ultimately destiny, because each competitor is going to get a spin at that virtual wheel. You spin it with your mind or your Jedi or Sith powers. Once you settle on a category, you're going to have five questions from that particular realm of Star Wars knowledge. Each question is worth two points. There's no penalty for missing a question, but stealing is available in round number two. So if you're not sure of the answer, you can ask us for multiple choice. We'll give you four options, one of which we think is the correct answer. At that point, the value of the question does recede to one. JTE rules and challenges still in play here. And a note to the competitors, if you don't like what you spun at first, as long as it's not opponent's choice, you do have a mulligan, which is golf for do-over. If you want to spin again and get a category you're a little more comfortable with. So now we are going to drop out Eric for the moment, and we're going to bring in the majors manager, Kate Mulligan. All right, Kate. Double salute you. Mark, please don't. That, that's a perfectly correct salute, ma'am. Okay, so we knew we knew this might be the position you'd be in, and we also know that this is just the first of three battles today, and the war is not over yet. So you're going to just stay in the game. But I do want to tell you, I got a, I have a good luck charm for you here. Um, I wore, a, I know how much you like Sudoku, so I got you. I'm wearing my Sudoku Tano shirt. That's that's exactly her name, ma'am. That's that's an yeah. excellent character, and it's a See? good one to have as a favorite. Very <laughs> very good, ma'am. Oh, uh, you're, uh, by the way, your rank's a little off. Oh, oh, wait a minute. <laughs> this guy, yes, he's very serious. He's very, very serious. All right, buddy, you ready to do this thing? You're just going to stay in that zone that you're in? You're looking beautiful. We're locked and loaded, ma'am. Let's go. Yep. All right, let's do it. <laughs> Andrew, sh I just don't know what you're saying. You're incredible. <laughs> All right, the wheel goes round and round. 
There is an opponent's, opponent's choice of working. Oh! All right. All right. You want to stick with the last Jedi oh, I, or I, I, spin again? Yeah. Hey, please turn your volume turn your down if you, have, if you can. <laughs> 60 <laughs> seconds. I think so. I don't know. You got 60 seconds. That's the key here. I think this is a – ma'am, I, 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 strategically, I think this is one that I want to leave on the board. So, so I'd like to spin again. Spin again. Uh, uh, great, great. It wasn't me. So thanks for blaming me for nothing. But yes, we'll yes, spin again. again. Courtney just Courtney muted me. me. And it wasn't me. The real time. The, the audience, audience hears it. Here's it. Here's it. Here's it. Here's it. There's no echo. No echo. Rogue One. Rogue it is. It is. So we drop out Kate Mulligan and we welcome back the Knight Eric Whiteley. So Major Harper, Andrew Guy will be administering your questions in the category of Rogue One. Five in total. Andrew, at your ready, sir. All right. Coming over here to Rogue One. Rogue One, your first question in the category of Rogue One. In Rogue One, when Cassian Andor kills two stormtroopers in front of Tivik, what section of the Ring of Caffrine were they killed? I hope you were able to understand what I said. It's nine. I don't know. I have to wait for the full countdown in this round. I forgot. Five, you can answer whenever you'd four, like. Four. Nine. Three. Sorry. Section nine is correct. Since we said section in the question, nine, I believe we will accept. So moving on to your second question here. After scoring those first two points, in Rogue One, when Chirrut Imwe is first introduced, he asks Jin if she would trade her necklace for what? And again, Thomas, you don't have to write the answer down. You can just answer when, when you're ready. Counting down here in five. Glimpse into your future. And that is... That is correct. Yeah. Sorry. It just moved around on me there. The knowledge transfixes the host sometimes. That is a correct two points. And so currently it's 15 to eight. Seven point lead for the major as he is about to field his third question of five. And your third question in the category of Rogue One. Who said the line, failure will find you explaining why to a far less patient audience? It's going to be Will Huff Tarkin. That is correct. Correct. It is his a first clean, name, too. Clean round two here. Yeah, it gets the first name. We were only looking for the last name there. Your next question in the category of Rogue One. In Rogue One, when a stormtrooper stops Cassian and Jin, he tells K2SO that he needs to check his what? I like that he's using the board here, Mark. His diagnostics. And it's working out. Diagnostics is correct. Your final question for a perfect round two. The major in Rogue One. At the end of the film, Darth, fight, well, Darth Vader fights rebel troopers as they try to escape with the Death Star plans. What is the name of the ship? For clarification, the ship that they're escaping from or the ship that they're escaping to? We, we, we can't... Okay. Clarify. You'd they, have to use the GTE rule. They're escaping from the profundity. 
That's correct. Doesn't need the Ooh. JTE for a perfect round two with the score of 21 to eight now. But Eric's got a lot of points here on the board in round number two, Mark. That was a perfect round number two in the category of Rogue One. And yeah. so it's 21 to eight. Quite the tall task now for Whaley, but he does have his spin. How we doing, man? Good, Koi. How are you? I saw your brain just churning as you checked your head with all of that ill communication. You handled it very well to be in the five boroughs. I'm very impressed. I see what you know. I see you processing it. It's just a matter of which questions come at you. And I saw you get it the moment they passed us by. So that first round is in the past. It doesn't matter. We are effectively at 18 to 21 right now because you're about to get all of these in this next round. I see his intimidation tactics. It's not going to work on us. How you feeling? I'm feeling pretty good. Yeah, that first round, I think I let the question play me, and then I played the question. So, yeah, I'm uh, going to put that aside, and I'm going to spin this wheel. I'm excited. We're moments from 18 to 21, then we get one in the third round, and then we win this thing. It's just a matter of getting through this next process. I seconds. am always confused by how much you know, so let's <laughs> show them how much you know and baffle them as well. Because this all, I just, I'm with Andrew here. I'm just confused. But it's impressive to watch. Let's do it, boss. Okay, we know what we know what we want, we know what we don't. He spun away from the best modern Star Wars movie. I said it on the internet. Goodbye, following. I think we cured the echo, too, and I hate to blame Kate Mulligan. <laughs> it wasn't Kate. It really it was wasn't Kate. Kate. It was definitely Kate. It's Return of the Jedi. Do you want to keep it, or do you want to spin again? You have 60 seconds to decide. Well, I think that Mark would hate me if I spun away. I love Return of the Jedi. Mm. One of my favorites... I say we do it, Koi. I, I think we do it not only for Mark Ellis's experience of this next round, but also in your and I conversations, we both relish in what this meant to our childhoods. Absolutely. I feel like we shake off the first round by enjoying an Ewok experience. And what's better than being happy with Ewoks? Let's let's dive into Return of the Jedi. All right, there's the Major. And keep in mind, Major and uh, Knight, we need, just want to make sure we can see your hands a little bit and make sure there's, there's no sort of fishy Googling, not that we don't trust you. And while this match is worth three total points, Eric Whiteley just gained 10 friendship points with me for keeping Return of the Jedi. Your five questions, each one worth two points, begins now. Who gives Rebel Fighters the order to accelerate to attack speed during the second Death Star battle? General Lando Calrissian. He was a general. That is correct for two points. And Whiteley is on the board in round number two, looking for two more points. In Return of the Jedi, what kind of weapon does Luke use the Force to obtain before falling into the Rancor pit? Uh, a blaster uh, pistol. It is a blaster. And that is correct for two more points. And so the third question that could cut the lead all the way down to seven points. In the world of Return of the Jedi, Luke says, Your thoughts betray you, Father. I feel the good in you. The what? Conflict. That is correct. And Andrew, so far through three questions, Whiteley just as perfect as Harper was. Not wasting any time either to get those answers out, Mark. Very impressive stuff here. And we move on to the penultimate question in the world of Return of the Jedi for the night. In episode six, what is the comm unit designation? for Darth Vader's personal Imperial Lambda-class T-4A shuttle. ST-321. These guys know a lot about Star Wars, man. <laughs> it's crazy, man. It's absolutely blowing my mind. 
seen that movie a hundred times. I've never heard those numbers. Even, yeah. <laughs> Your final question. To cut the lead to three points going into round number three for the night. In Return of the Jedi, when speaking to Moff Gerard, Darth Vader says that the Emperor is not as what as he is? Forgiving as I Which am. Which is pretty imposing because Darth Vader not known for his forgiveness either. That is a correct two-point answer. Andrew, we just experienced two perfect Round number twos, and we vault into round number three with a tight three-point ball game. I mean, this is exactly what I was saying at the top of the show, man. Eric did a great job bouncing back in round number two, not letting round one get to him. I think both their managers gave them a ton of great advice. Kate maybe loosened up Harper a little bit. Koi was right down the middle here with the night. I love to see it, and I'm excited for round number three. A major performance in round number two, and we also witnessed one from a Jedi Knight. In round number three, this is the round that will determine the match, unless we go to sudden death overtime, which I hear is pretty possible in Star Wars matches. To kick this round off, we need a series of numbers from each competitor. These numbers may range from 1 to 20. Three numbers from each of you. You may not pick the same numerals as your opponent. Well, why is that? Because each integer corresponds to a different category of Star Wars mystery. Your first question is worth two points. Your next question is worth three points. Your final question is worth five of the biggest points of this young tournament for you gentlemen. There's no penalty for missing a question. There is no stealing in round number three. JTE rules and challenges play out as normal. And so it is a three-point lead for the major. Thomas Harper. So, Thomas, you have the right to give us your three lucky numbers first. From 1 to 20, what feels destined? I believe uh, you're muted, yourself. sir. It's okay. Just trying to make sure we know who is responsible Tactical for the Uh Your three numbers, Thomas. We're going to go with the month that both my daughters were born in. So, six. We'll go with their two birthdays, which is four and 19. Six, four, and 19. Two daughters. Andrew, this guy looks like he's 17. <laughs> yeah, I was a bit surprised there, but I love I love the personal shout-outs there with his numbers. That's very nice. And now to counter, it's a tough one to counter, but we go to the night, Eric Whiteley, for your three lucky numbers, sir. Hmm, I think I need to bring some balance to the force here. So I'm going to go category 1, 10, and 20. 1, 10, and 20. It is 60 seconds to deliberate. <laughs> To delineate or to salute. Here's what I feel like. I feel I. I owe you an apology. I feel like things got a little clunky. I was worried about if I was echoing. Da, da, da. You, I gotta tell you, I was. I was a little McClunky, if you will. <laughs> Get it, McClunky. Excellent one, because, man. Yeah, thank you. Oh God, you didn't laugh as hard as I thought you were going to, but that's okay. Um, yeah, laugh a little harder. A little bit harder, buddy. <laughs> I love you. it. It's great. Good. That's good. Okay. So um, anyway, I feel like if you could sort of push through with me being distracted and me telling you, mute and like having conversations about the whiteboard or not, uh, this, this, is, this is where we seal the deal, okay? You've gone perfect. Perfect. Let's have a whole perfect match today, shall we? And you've got that completely within your potential. You have all three JTEs. If you have any questions about them, about the, uh, and the questions, excuse me, just use a JTE. You have all three left. You are in the perfect position to close seconds. this out. Great. Anything you need from me? No, ma'am. Roger. Laugh again. Laugh again. <laughs> it's excellent. I love Good. it. Good. Thank you. Seems like a healthy relationship that they have. And so now the Major and Kate Mulligan of the Den are just going to be laughing in private for 60 seconds. Coy Jandrew, 60 seconds now to talk to your competitor, the Knight. 
1821, like we expected, like we knew it would be. That was a perfect round two. I knew that was coming. I also love personally that you pause for just a second because so you're like, it can't just be a blaster. No. And then you nailed <laughs> it because you processed it twice as fast as you needed to deliver. I want you to do that again going into round three. I want you to also remember you have two JTEs. If anything slips you up just slightly like that blaster, that's what those two are for. We get nothing extra for having those left over. Three questions. Nail these all. Let's win this thing. Where's your head at, man? Uh, my head is firmly atop my shoulders. I am super ready to get into this one. Uh, yeah, I'm feeling good. Thank you for all the energy for that 18. I, I also feel very good about your numbers. I like the cleanness. I would say they're quirky numbers, but I don't want to take Roxy's mix. It's not been working out for her. But I do like where we're at. I feel very confident in this round three, and yeah. I'm really excited for your people to see how you do it. And now we're back with the two competitors, as long as Andrew Guy and myself. Mark Ellis here for round number three. The Knight, Eric Whiteley, trails by three, and he will be fielding questions from Andrew Guy. I will be asking questions to Major Thomas Harper. And so to kick off round number three, Andrew Guy is going to be asking the two-point question to the Knight. He selected category number one. Yes, that category mark corresponds to Solo, a Star Wars story. For two points, Mr. Whiteley, in Solo, Kira is worried that if they leave Corellia, they can be sold to the Hut Cartel or what other group? Crimson Dawn. That is correct. All right, so he pulls it within one, and we stick with the Knight for his second question here because he could take a two-point lead and avoid a TKO. Andrew, he selected category number 10. Yes, category number 10 coincides with Revenge of the Sith. Revenge of the Sith here, Eric, for three points. In Revenge of the Sith, when discussing the Jedi and their power, Chancellor Palpatine says that what is a point of view? Five seconds. Three, two, JTE. Second one. Revenge of the Sith. When discussing the Jedi and their power, Chancellor Palpatine says that what is a point of view? Whiteley still has one JTE should he need it. Five, four, three. Dogma. Two. That is incorrect. Incorrect. We were looking for good. Good is and, a point of view. And so, which I would kind of agree with the chancellor on that one. So now, here is where the action rests, folks. The knight, Eric Whiteley, must hit his five-point question to avoid a TKO and force the Major Thomas Harper to answer some questions himself. If he misses his five-pointer, then Major Thomas Harper will advance to face the winner of Cabrera and Sullivan in the Star Wars tournament. Andrew, Whiteley selected the highest possible number, 20. Yes, what better way to end his questions than to start with the series here in A New Hope. For five points, Eric. In A New Hope, Princess Leia is being held in detention block AA-23. On which level? Level five. That is correct for five points and to stay in the game. 
All right, Andrew. So that is a huge, huge question answer because you avoid the TKO. And like we said, now the major has the pressure on him. We go to the major, Thomas Harper, for your two-point question. This could pull you to within two points and possibly set you up for a winning question answer once we get there. For now, your two-point category, you selected number six. And that corresponds to... The Wacky World of Creatures and Alien Races. And your question for two points. What arm does Luke cut off of the Wampa in The Empire Strikes Back? Maybe it's right arm. That is correct. It was the Wampa's right arm. I hope he's left-handed. And that now sets Major Thomas Harper up for the win here, Andrew, he has to hit his three-point question. If he misses, he still has his five in reserve, but I think he'd like to take care of business right now. You selected number four for your three-point question, and that corresponds to the category of who said it. These are Star Wars movie quotes. And your question for three points and to advance in the Star Wars tournament. In Episode 8, The Last Jedi, who is the first person to say the line, May the Force be with you? You really have to imagine Sullivan. It's going to be Finn. And your winner, Major Thomas Harper. What? An incredible display of Star Wars knowledge. It was, this is how close that question was, oh. Andrew, because Holdo says, may the force be with us at some point, but we wanted to know the force be with you. And that was indeed Finn. That is a correct answer. And now the major is going to advance along with his manager, Kate Mulligan of the Den into the next round of the tournament to face the winner of Cabrera and Sullivan's. We are going to pick up the action here. Just give a recap to the folks as to what they just witnessed. Andrew, your thoughts on the major and the night. One person had to win, and unfortunately one had to lose, but whew, what an, an encyclopedic, a Microsoft Encarta level of Star Wars knowledge. I mean, the biggest thing for me when calling these matches is just to make sure that I'm giving them the correct information because I know that they know so much. I never want to get in their way, which both of these guys, incredible performances. Whitely, they're losing by one point. You called it perfectly, Mark. Harper needed to hit that three. You never want your five-point question to be the deciding factor in a match. That happens all the time. It's going to happen in championship matches. But if you can control that one aspect of the game, that's exactly what you needed and what he needed to do. Getting it on the three is massive doesn't have to worry about the five and i really loved that the major took that whiteboard with him through every single round pacing my friend pacing it's uh sort of his thing and he just reminds you of like a drill sergeant holding a clipboard making us all do push-ups or in the case of <laughs> you and i ask very tough to pronounce questions and so while the knight did push him to the limit and put the pressure on him in round number three it is the major's victory who i'm just being told i believe yeah. i'm being told by the chairman christian harloff that he has not missed a question yet in his movie trivia schmodown career for more on that and to get their thoughts on the next match that they have we turn it over to the great steph sabra for an interview with both mulligan and harper Harper, Kate, congratulations. That's three points on the board. Now you're 2-0. Harper, you have not missed a question yet. I know you barely smile, but that has to be feeling good. 
it's a relief you know i i think the time is going to come i'm you know there there are gaps in my armor just as there are gaps in everybody's armor but you know going and being able to navigate through these tough questions you know it's a relief now i can focus on my next opponent and your next opponent will either be cabrera or sullivan is there one which you prefer no they've got a slugfest ahead of them and you know may the best man may the best jedi or Whatever they are, I guess Sullivan's a Sith now. I'm not sure. But may the best oh, person yeah. win, and they can meet me on the battlefield. Okay, I absolutely love the dynamic between you and Harper because it's absolute opposites. But you wore your Ahsoka Tano shirt. You came here to support... Sudoku. It's, her name's Sudoku. Sudoku. It is. Sudoku. It is. My bad. She's right. It is Sudoku. Thank you. Okay, and that's coming know. from Harper, the one who is I've not never missed a question. question. You yeah, can, you're you can, right. Yes, you're absolutely right. Okay, what's been what's it been like with Harper training for this and moving on in the tournament? Well, you can see um, uh, he has a he has a freakish knowledge, um, and and it, you know the the truth is, I I picked Thomas because I don't care who's up next; he's going to take him. Like that is just how I feel. That confident in his abilities. And I feel like somebody who is dedicated. And and by the way, it's this is not the only thing that Thomas is good at. He's an incredible father. He's incredible at his job. He's an incredible lawyer. So the, the truth of it is that this guy who does have a military background, who was stationed in Afghanistan on a base, this is a guy that does everything with that precision that you see. And that is a guy that does every area of his life that, that he, all of those areas are... Uh, attacked with this sort of specificity and this sort of perfection and it's it's a lot of pressure of course to say you've gone perfect you you checked down once in your first match to a multiple choice but then you went perfect but you see today this was this was perfect 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 and i don't i think the truth is if somebody's going to win this tournament they have to they have to have the kind of match that thomas just had and i'm so glad that this was the the guy i picked first well, let's talk about winning this tournament. You now have three more points. The dungeon's still in the lead. How confident are you going into this? Uh, in terms of, I mean, Harper's winning this tournament. Sorry. Sorry. Harper's, Harper's going to win. win. Oh, yeah. No, Harper's going to win the tournament. Sorry. Was I unclear about that? Sorry. I might have been unclear. No, Kate. Sometimes you got to be double clear out here, and I'm yeah. hearing you loud and clear. Harper, yeah. she talks about your precision and going into each question, each round. All I could see was this laser focus. Going into round three after you had two perfect rounds, was there any bit of nerves coming through? Yeah. I Eric did a phenomenal job. I think, you know, don't let it get lost in the shuffle that he played a precision match with just a tiny bit, a, a hair miss here and there. And with an opponent like that, with that level of skill and that knowledge, yeah, you can't tell under this shirt, but I'm I'm sweating under here. He kept me uh, sweating the entire match, and that's a credit to him and his preparation. Uh, the 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 sort of chance cube just happened to roll my way this time, and and uh, you know I'm appreciative to have come out on top. Well, congratulations! I hope you revel in this win for some time. Mark and Andrew, back to you. Andrew, I'm not sure who I'd rather not take orders from. The actual major who was in the military and is a lawyer or Kate Mulligan? Uh, I'm pretty sure that I, I feel like the major maybe just isn't listening other than when she stops talking. And then he just says, thank you, ma'am, and smiles. And then when she yells at him, I think he just laughs. I think he's conditioned himself to do that. But you know what? It works really, really well. It's fun to watch. And I think it balances him out. Honestly, the major needs a little Mulligan in his life.
he, he gets some sense of humor from her, and the rest is all inside of his head. He actually is a warrior. You can check out his stuff, The Legal Geeks, as well as other places. But now we pivot over to the hugely successful endeavor, Blind Wave, which unfortunately has the knight Eric Whiteley on the short side of today's match. But I, I echo the major's words here, Andrew. It played a hell of a match, and it should not be lost just how good of a competitor he is. He can be just about any other Star Wars brain out there. I mean, he missed, what, was it two questions on the day? Was that all he missed were two questions in round one, and that was the deciding factor. That's how unforgiving this league is. He played great. He bounced back. Harper was just better from the very start. And now we start once again an interview with, unfortunately, the losing manager, Coy Jandrew, and his competitor, the knight, Eric Whiteley, with Steph Sabras. Steph, what's the mood over there? Eric and Coy, tough loss, but Eric, incredible performance. You have now two tough losses under your belt. How are you feeling after this battle? Uh, you know, I'm feeling pretty good, actually, because when I was asked to, you know, maybe put my name out there for the Schmodown, I was like, I, I know some Star Wars. I'm going to try that. But the base that I had compared to watching some of these other competitors, and especially Thomas Harper and those Dragon Con uh, matches that he's done, uh, I, I just knew that I needed to study. I needed to figure out all my questions are three, five pointers. But I know that some of those one pointers uh, got me today. So now I can take this loss and go back and start really going with the basics of Star Wars. Uh, there was a couple questions there, especially in that round one. I wrote Christophsis and I said, that's too easy. It can't be that. It's Ancyon. But that's a question from Star Wars Episode 2. So I played myself there. So in that round one, was that really it? Those questions that you had missed, you think you just didn't, you overthought them? Absolutely, uh, especially with the Christophsis one. Uh, you know, the Star Wars movie, uh, Clone Wars movie, is really just three episodes of the uh, television show put together, edited together. And when they said uh, the first thing Mace Windu says, I'm going all off, you know, Mace Windu stuff from that first episode. But I believe that's in the beginning of the second episode. It just took me off balance and I needed to recover. But I'm really happy with uh, what I, how I played in Return of the Jedi. I definitely think that was the right choice. I also love Ewoks, and I thought you did an excellent job there. Koi, I know it's got to be tough to watch Eric lose two now. How are you feeling about him and his performance today? I mean, Eric's the definition of win or learn. Like, that's the that's the Merck's credo. We win or learn. We just get better. And this was a leap from his already impressive first match. I'm always impressed with Eric. He, he learned from his mistakes in the first match, didn't make them again, improved in both points and gameplay in the second match. He's already describing here what he's going to do differently next time. And the next time, I, I can't imagine it won't be even better. And he just played a guy that hasn't missed a question and pushed him that far. He got a five-pointer in Star Wars. I'm going to be proud of that to the moon because I don't... I honestly don't even understand what he just said to explain <laughs> his getting it wrong. That was Latin to me. So I just, I can't quantify his knowledge. Where I love comic books, he loves Star Wars, but even the details, the minutia, the incredible amount of bandwidth that just stays in there, it just blows my mind. So adding Schmodown gameplay to that and then leaps and bounds over his first gameplay, I'm so proud of him. Eric, back to you. Although you haven't won a match yet, it's clear that you know your stuff and that you have a future. How is how has your experience been in the league so far? Uh, yeah, it's been a lot of fun. You know, it's I've never done anything like this, and uh, I was really, really flattered when they asked me to put my name out there for the draft. Uh, it's been so much fun. I'm really appreciative of uh, 
the Schmodown being responsible for giving me, I mean, I've been a fan for my entire life of Star Wars, but giving me a new appreciation for Star Wars because whenever we watch these movies, we all have opinions and we have, well, I like this. I would rather this happen. But when you're studying for the Schmodown, it isn't about what Star Wars you want. It is what Star Wars is. And seeing that with a fresh eye and a new perspective has really like opened me up to just enjoying these movies that we're all here because we enjoy. Wow, I love that. That made me feel better about Koi saying that <laughs> The Last Jedi was the best modern Star Wars film. Oh, um, just good. <laughs> Great job today, and I look forward to seeing what you do next. Andrew, Mark, back to you. Great work as always there, Stefan. Andrew, I, I mean, you can't help but root for the night just because of sentences like what he just put together, how much we yeah. love Star Wars. And yes, you can debate storylines all you want, but at the end of the day, we treat Star Wars as a living history here at the Schmodown, and that's what these questions reflect. And he might be the best 0-2 competitor I've ever seen in any sport. Definitely. And, and I love hearing, you know, how humble he is in a loss. And, and you know, it, it kind of echoes what we heard the former champions say. It's just like this place has given a community for Star Wars fans to come and celebrate one another. And that's one of the things I love about this division so much, even if I don't know any of the answers. Uh, I thought that one of the things that Eric said was really, really poignant there in his post game, which was that he overthought himself in round one. That's something that I made a mistake in my career of round one, round two. You have to always categorize these questions based off of what round you're in. And then if you have to go to that second and third layer in round number one, maybe, just maybe, you're outsmarting yourself. So I love that he's already recognizing his mistakes in his post game. And like Koi said, he didn't make any of the mistakes that he did in his first match today. So maybe in his third match, he just goes perfect. It was another nail biter here today as Whiteley loses to Harper just by one. It was 26 to 25. And if you're keeping score at home, I beat Andrew three to two in questions that we knew. <laughs> And so it will be the major advancing to take on either Andres Ace Cabrera or Mr. Sean Sullivan, the bearded one. He's, he, he, the major might just have to keep playing folks with beards. I'm not sure if Andres can grow one yet, but he hasn't had to because he stormed through this tournament last year. And you know he's looking to do the same here. How do you see that matchup playing out, Andrew? I mean, it's going to be tough no matter what. I think that the thing that Harper really has to pay attention to, it's going to add a little bit of pressure, which is that he's been perfect, but that's what you got to do in this division, man. You really have to be basically perfect. I mean, you heard Koi just now say, we finally saw that Damon is maybe human. It took three years for that to happen. So that means if you want to be on the top here in this division, you need to be perfect until maybe you have the belt. I mean, I, I look at everyone in this tournament and I say they're more machine now than man or woman, but seriously, we will pick it up with our next match here in the Star Wars tournament. Like I said, the major going to face the winner of Andres Ace Cabrera and Sean Sullivan. A whole lot of action, not just in this Star Wars tournament, but going on all around the movie trivia schmodown and make sure that you check out the schmodown live.com that's for upcoming events pay-per-view or you can just join our patreon everyone at the ten dollar and above tier gets every pay-per-view event all season long as they're airing when they debut it's an exciting time to be a fan of the movie trivia schmodown and for all of us here in our incredible hard-working crew behind the scenes Steph Sabra, Christian Harloff, and my partner in crime today, Andrew Guy. I am merely Mark Ellis saying thank you so long, and may the force be with you. Bye, guys.